0: Adventure Before Dementia is proudly brought to you by station sponsors, The Dirt, 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker, for all your off-road camping needs.
1: Welcome to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM, Hills Radio of course. And uh, yeah, you're here with uh, Mike and Anita until 9 o'clock this morning for another action-packed adventure show.
0: What are you giggling about? Uh, Giggling like a little kid there.
1: Oh, because I'm a little bit squished.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see. Well, what have we got? On today's
1: show, what have we got?
0: Oh, I was going to ask you. We are well let me let's play a little game. Where am I? Oh dear
1: you're here sitting in front of me in the studio. Oh ho
0: ho the jokes keep rolling this morning ladies and gentlemen. We are camped on the Gulf of Carpenteria. <coughs> We're bordered by the Limon National Park on both sides. It's regarded widely regarded as a fishing paradise. it's a one million acre station. We are.
1: Lorella Springs,
0: Lorella Springs Wilderness Park. That is correct. So
1: one million.
0: One million, not, oh, not yeah. dollars. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we'll be talking all about that on the show today.
1: So stay tuned for that. Did you know? Do you know much about Lorella? Oh, <laughs> I hope so.
0: You're you're
1: about to tell us, no doubt. Um, I did see that it is one of the most remote spots. Not only in Australia, but in the world, that you can go and uh, get away from all your uh, troubles. One other thing
0: we didn't mention, which is uh, key to the <coughs> excuse me appeal to the area, is it's actually dotted with thermal springs. Uh, yeah, and like you
1: want to have a hot bath when you're up in the hot, <laughs> <laughs> the hot, hot part of Australia.
0: But it has waterfalls. It has thermal springs. It has billabongs. It's actually the safest place to swim. Up, really? Up in the northern <laughs> northern parts of Australia, of course, because there are those snapper little things called crocodiles up there. <laughs> which, uh, yes, you know, not want to uh, come face to face with. No, no. A couple of really good Australian films that feature crocodile attacks. Oh, yes. yes we'll try and remember what they are um, during the break.
1: You, makes you want to go out and go in the water up there. So that's what's on today's show, all about Lorella Springs. If you don't know much about it, you will, because it's is—it's supposed to be one of the places you put on your bucket list if you're a four-wheel drive adventurer because it is so remote and it is so huge and it has a lovely couple running it.
0: Family, in fact.
1: Family with a whole lot of boys and Rhett is the owner and it's been in his family for ages. He's up on that creaky chair, would you? Oh, sorry. So we'll be back just after this song that I happened to find for Mike. <gasps> it's The Killers and their cover of Midnight Oil. Woohoo!
0: Forgotten years.
1: Okay, we did get a few mixed reviews on that one. Some people like it, some people don't. Did you like that version, Mike?
0: I, I kind of think they murdered it myself.
1: You've got to remember they were live in front of a humongous... Crowd at the G.
0: Yep, these aren't you know X Factor contestants though. These are professionals. Oh, I
1: know, but it's hard when you're hearing feedback.
0: Yep, surely they can use auto tune. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't use that when you're live. Everyone else does. Oh dear. Well, that was Killer's version of the the oils. And today on Adventure Before Dementia, um, where we are here until nine o'clock this morning, we're taking you on a bit of a journey up to the far...
0: Northern reaches of Australia. That's right. Facing the bite.
1: It's Rhett and his family's backyard, and it's called Lorella Springs Wilderness Park. And uh, it is... I did just see that it's also a few degrees south of the equator. Okay. Equator?
0: Yeah. That's good to know. (laughs) Well, back to the uh, interesting facts about Lorella Springs.
1: 15 degrees south of the equator. There you go. Had some part there.
0: So, how do you get there? Being on the... Yeah, where exactly is it? It is on... If you can picture Australia, you know where Darwin is and you know where... Uh, Cape York is. It's right in between that, in the big dip, if Mm. you like, in the bite of the Gulf of Carpentaria,
1: Where not many people really go. No,
0: we've got to smash through virgin Mm. uh, wilderness to get to the coast there. And there are a few camps along that stretch. I mean, Kingfisher Kingfisher Bay Resort for one.
1: If you do travel from, if you're going from Darwin or around Kakadu and Litchfield, and if you're going to head over to Cairns up to go up to Cape York, this is the way you go along the Savannah Way, isn't it?
0: It is if you want to uh, experience the uh, potholes, the bulldust, <laughs> the creek crossings. It's the Adventurers' Way. I mean, you can, sure, you can go the bitumen to Cairns, but why would you?
1: Yeah, it is pretty uh, rugged, that Savannah Way. Some people take their caravans along there, but we went along there and it was at the end of the um, actual um, season, so the road was pretty chewed up. And it was also a lot of mining trucks had been on there because that's a sort of a mining area, a little bit. And there was heaps of potholes. Oh, it was
0: terrible and in the bulldust.
1: Were, oh, they were covered in bulldust, so you don't see them until you're on them or in them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> ka Plenty of creek crossings. Oh. Here's the thing, though. I mean, uh, this is a thing that has perplexed me for many a year. Oh, that's a good word, perplexed. That's it. <laughs> uh, is how... Uh, how do mines mines exist around national parks? Yeah, I mean in Kakadu, there's a there's a mine. Kakadu National Park, this Limon National Park is also uh, scattered with mines, and mines, of course, mines bring development. Development brings sealed roads, and sealed roads is a big thumbs down thumbs down yeah. to the average man or woman's adventure. Yeah,
1: you know, but there are some mines that are. Uh, they do look after the environment. They don't just dig a gigantic hole.
0: We're not talking about that, though. We're talking oh. about the well, I, roughly. To be, to be fair, we are. <laughs> but uh, in terms of access to the, that, those areas, you look at the Tanami Track with the gold mine uh, along it. You know, year yeah. by year, the the track, the bitumen sections of the track is being extended further and further. Yep. Um, and that's what they're threatening to do up on the Savannah Way yeah. due to the mining. So that's a bit of a thumbs down to that.
1: So Lorella Springs, a lot of people visit there, especially four-wheel drive clubs, because amongst the million, that's not just a million, but it's a million acres yep. that the um, Walker family own, they have uh, lots of four-wheel drive tracks and so much there to do and see, isn't there? Yep. Should we get on to that a little bit later? Oh, okay. Our sponsors? Oh, okay. Let's listen to... Have a word from our sponsors and we'll come back. <laughs> I think once Mike gets his bearings. Uh, I'm going to talk about Lorella Springs, the four-wheel drive adventurer's bucket list. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper
0: trailer. Where'd you get
1: that, mate? Nah. I bought it from the Dirt Off-Road Campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian made premium off-road campers. Designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they mate? The Dirt Off-Road Campers, about 26 bike Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The Dirt Off-Road Campers. Check out the dirt for WD.com.au. Bill's radio sponsor. There was uh, Pete Murray and a bit of free and uh, it's a little bit what we're talking about today. Free.
0: It's good sound, that isn't it?
1: How? What's that? Pete Murray. Oh yes, he is a good sound. <laughs> He's not too bad on the eyes either. Um, he talking about free and talking about a place that is right out of the way and is great for the four wheel drive adventurers. It's called Lorella Springs well, Station or Wilderness Park. Wilderness Park. And do you know why they call it a wilderness park? Why do they call it a wilderness park? Because it damn
0: well is. I mean, <laughs> it's a million acres for starters, as we were saying earlier. Pretty much virgin uh, wilderness out there.
1: If you can think of the ACT, it's twice the size of the ACT. Did you know that? Okay, that's, that's how big a million acres is. Second interesting
0: fact for the day. <laughs> so it's, uh, it is a wilderness park because it's large, It's uh, it's... It's unspoilt, it's right up where not many people go. So it's, it's not as though you're on the main caravan sealed bitumen route where everyone rings around all the time. Yes, it's popular, it's family owned, so it's very friendly um, and there's a lot of, within that wilderness, there's a lot of, um, you know, plenty of birds, there's crocs, there's, you know, there's everything.
1: So we drive off the Savannah Orse Way... Just. And we head towards the coast and head towards Lorella Springs. They've got their own little uh, quirky little signs that point to Lorella Springs. And when you walk, go through the gates, there's a nice welcoming sign saying that you're now in paradise, so, sort of.
0: <laughs> and the track is, is still quite bumpy to get in. Um, the At the time of when we visited, uh, there were some mining Uh, being done on sort of a neighbouring property and so the mining trucks sort of smash up the road a bit. Yep, Plenty of creek crossings, uh, potholes and other things.
1: So when you go through there's camping sort of everywhere.
0: So it's the main campground. As you enter you can see um, and it's spread out nice green grass which is a welcome relief from the dry savannah
1: way. I don't remember the green grass.
0: I just remember the dry grass. Show you some photos. I mean, we were camped on the sort of right-hand side, if you like, in a in a more of a dry area. But the main campground around the toilets and everything is was was grassed area. Um, there is a there is a bar there, which is common for these outback stations, uh, which is a good communal area where people gather. Mm. So you can go there in the evening and get a cold beer. Yep,
1: there's lots of good. grassy sites. You can be even on the other side of the spring where you can chuck your swag, tent, camper trailer or caravan if you're game enough.
0: So you found the grass now, have you?
1: Yeah, they said they've just renovated the camp area that I've just seen. So
0: eh, okay. heaps of room. So you've got the central areas are the bar, uh, there's a central campfire, so if you've got a camp oven and you want to cook something up, can't be bothered making a fire of your own. You can just uh, pop a pop a stove on the on the fire there, and
1: if you can bear the heat even more, Ooh.
0: and then there's uh, the the thermal spring, which is very close to there as as well. So it runs th- runs through the
1: property, doesn't it? Yep, yeah.
0: and there are different spots around the place where you can
1: do that. If you don't, if you're not carrying your own accommodation, they do have their own accommodation, which range from they've got standard bedrooms with ceiling fans yep. to spacious ensuite African style safari tents. And then there's air-conditioned, self-contained ensuite cabins as well. Okay. Did you know that? Well, I, I think that's all new. That, yeah. So it's perfect for a couple, for families, and also big groups. So there's heaps of, heaps of uh, room there. And there's also camping facilities. Like they did have showers and toilets on yep. site too.
0: And you don't have to run around to get wet in those showers, as I recall. Quite a good flow of water. Oh, yeah. So that's all in the main campground. That's now, right. a lot of the keen fishermen want to drive out to the coast. Now, there's a very rough four-wheel drive track that goes out there. Uh, it's called Rosie's Camp. It takes about four hours to get there, so it's not something you can sort of really do in a day. You can't shoot out there unless you want to spend all day driving.
1: No, but there's 20 kilometres of coast... Right along that they own there too, isn't mm-hmm. it? So if you can't catch a fish there, go up the upstream.
0: <laughs> I suppose the the great thing about fishing there is it's it's a yeah you're always guaranteed to catch stuff because it's not an area that is easy to access for a lot of other people. So it's a it's a high yield era, area. Right, and some right.
1: people take their little tinnies... Yep. along, um, smash them through the bush and get out to the other side and then also uh, go a bit of fishing there. But there's uh, they've got a, a bit of a, a wall up in Lorella Springs where they have a – it's a braggers wall. Braggers. Where everyone posts their picture of the giant barra or whatever they've caught up there. So, yeah, heaps, heaps of fun and things to do, lots of stuff. They reckon it's going to change the way of – You're thinking when you're going camping because it's so different and remote out there. And it was. It was. It was. It's like somewhere you've never been before. You can't compare it to anything else. This station because it is. And the owners they're out there for pretty much uh, oh most of the year. Uh, They get out on the wet season, but it's it's just very it's it's something you've never experienced before, Mm -hmm. isn't it? So, yeah. The station,
0: like many of the stations up there, they did have uh, animals on there at one point. There, there still is a few behind wire at, in certain parts of the property, but the um, station is used primarily for tourism. Now You can drive in, you can fly in. There are options, any options, pretty much, for people to come and enjoy.
1: Yeah, excellent. Cool. All right, well, we might talk about next about some of the things you can do at Lorella Springs. And don't forget, I will post some pictures of the amazing Lorella Springs on our Facebook page, which is called Adventure Before Dementia 88.9. And and if you ha- haven't got access to Facebook, you can read about it in...
0: The Weekender Herald this week. Yeah. It was out Thursday. Um... You can pick that up at your local supermarket or fuel station. It's a free paper.
1: It's free, and that's got all about Lorella Springs and, and the photos in there too, so you can get a good idea of what it's like before you head out there.
0: Absolutely.
1: So we'll go to another song now by Dean Lewis, and his Waves.
0: Venture Before Dementia is proudly brought to you by station sponsors The Dirt. Twenty-six Light Crescent, Mount Barker. For all your off-road camping
1: needs. You're back with Anita and Mike here on Adventure Before Dementia on the lovely Hills Radio 88.9 FM, the voice of the Adelaide Hills. And we're talking about Lorella Springs...
0: Wilderness Park. Wilderness
1: Park. I just want to say station.
0: Well, either or. That's what it is. Either either.
1: And it is. And it is an amazing place which not many people know or hear about. But it has a lot of things to do, especially if you're a four-wheel drive adventurer or just like getting out into remote areas away from the crowds. That's it. So the stuff to do there is heaps of things. Like?
0: Well, what did you do when you went there?
1: uh, I sat and relaxed. I went for a swim a few times in the, uh, the mineral... Hot mineral... Thermal springs. Thermal springs. And then we sort of did a few 4 drive tracks. Yep,
0: there's a 1,000 kilometres of 4 drive tracks there, so oh, there's plenty to bit. whet your appetite. The
1: good thing is, is that you can get little mud maps from the office hmm. that they've drawn up. It's really... they're really cute. And they're not precise. They always say to, you know, make sure you've got a GPS or other maps. But they... Um, and say, you know, don't go too crazy
0: so there's various little tracks around the place so you can do little short loops so anything from a short drive to a long drive
1: yeah and you can find these little little pools of nice refreshing water to go and have a dip in
0: yep waterfalls
1: yeah and they're far away from no crocs or nasties around and there's always maybe another couple there that are in the water as well so you know you feel it it's safe it's all safe
0: They spend quite a bit of time each year, though, after the wet season, checking all the billabongs around the property uh, to uh, check for obviously those things that might have floated in over the wet season, uh, uh, called crocodiles. And
1: that season is about to start the end of October, so the place normally shuts down about now, isn't it? And then it opens up in April again next year. April or May. Yeah, so. The The other spring that we went for a swim in was the one that went right through the cramp campground, the campground, and that's a lot, that was quite narrow, wasn't it? And it just trickled through, but you could jump in wherever you wanted to, mm-hmm. and your campsite was just next to you if you wanted, so...
0: It was a very short walk to the bar from there as well, so it was very, <laughs> very strategically located.
1: That's another thing, they have lots of beer on hand in cans because...
0: That's how they make their money. It's,
1: it's quite thirsty work up there, driving around, and
0: it's, it's warm, of course, being uh, on the gulf. And uh, at the humid, yeah. And,
1: but it was sort of dry too, wasn't it? It was, it was weird. But there's lots of bushwalking as well, if you like. Mm-hmm. And there's quite some unusual plants around too, and and the bird life was. Uh, was oh, good.
0: I mean, there's lots of seabirds for starters. Then you've got the wilderness, so lots of uh, billabong, you mm. know, birds that frequent billabong areas yep. and everything in between.
1: And then, of course, the fishing. Mm.
0: I liked uh, there was one, one little swamp that you could go to where there was a canoe there. Now, the interesting mm. thing mm. about this little uh, body of water was is that once you paddled out into the middle of the, of the water, if you like, and you look back, um, if there wasn't some sort of telltale of where you come from, you could get quite seriously lost <laughs> because the the billabong, if you like, is just surrounded by uh, trees, trees which come out of the water, and it all looks the same. But there's this little orange flag at one point just to let you know where to oh, yes. paddle back into. And it's, there
1: was the lotus flowers and things mm-hmm. like that in the ground, oh, yeah, in the water, a um, few little fishies and things like that. But that was Quite fun because they had the uh, canoe there, so mm-hmm. you could go out and have a paddle uh, whenever you wanted to and spend as much time as you want. I do remember the eagle's nest too; that was out in the middle. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing nest! Just how they can make them out of these m- huge branches and twigs. And and uh, he would come and go, but no babies, no babies.
0: Do you remember the butterflies?
1: <gasps> yes. Oh, so that's other things around the place too, which we'll talk about. Oh, we'll talk about in a bit, I so think, because
0: that was that was that was on the property. The monarch butterflies. That was at monarch rock.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and the lost was, city. Yes. So if you've ever seen in in on the TV on shows like Getaway and the like, these tall sandstone spires of the Southern Lost City, and you can you you have to get a key to go in there. So you've got to you got to plan these things ahead. Uh, the rangers station there isn't um, – isn't, people aren't there all the time. So you do have to uh, work out a time you can pick up the key because you have to pick up the key and drop it off afterwards and then drive out to these – uh, points of interest.
1: But it's not actually a lost city. It's just these sandstone formations aren't they? But it looks like a city because they're, they're huge. Oh well, they are. You can't even climb up them because, well, and there's a lot of them. It's just, uh, it's amazing sort of to see that sort of thing. And then then of course there was the monarch butterflies where you actually walk down to a little, little uh, billabong sort of thing that mm-hmm. were had uh, covered by these walls. These walls, And then you think, well, where are the butterflies? And then you see the wall move. And you think, what? Hang on a minute. And it's actually the wall was covered with butterflies. And they were, of course, you know, uh, camouflaged because mm-hmm. when they close their wings, they're the same colour as the walls. But then when they fly, they're the bright orange and blacks. And that was quite amazing. So I, mm. I of course, had to go up and...
0: Take 10 million photos.
1: <laughs> no, and also scare them <laughs> get them moving come on butterflies show me your wings so That's that was excellent and do you know now they also have a helicopter so you of can their own yep you can wow. uh
0: this must be good
1: even ask now to have a flyover of the property to see oh, it in a different okay. perspective so they've got a a helicopter there which is based at the homestead and you can fly right over the million acres to see what Lorella and that countryside actually looks like, mm.
0: that'd be so. good seeing that lost city from the air as well. Oh, yeah, we are. If you can, of course, uh, walk around uh, those spires.
1: Yeah, oh, Long you can. And, and you know what it reminded me of when I was walking around the lost city? Uh, that oh, that movie. <laughs> the girl gets Miranda gets lost in the rocks. Ah. Yes, a picnic I know. at Hanging Rock. Miranda, yeah. Miranda. <laughs> it's it's quite eerie when you're walking around these tall, tall spires of nothingness. Yep. Sand. And you think, is there something Sand. around the corner? Well, oh, I, I felt it was quite eerie. It had a weird aura about it. But then you go see the butterflies, and it makes you happy. <laughs>
0: Then you go to the bar and then you're happier again. Yeah,
1: well, you are. But if you're happy drinking Forex, then, well, good on you.
0: <laughs> well, 4 Forex uh, has its place when it's hot. because It doesn't have that much alcohol in it. It's very refreshing. <laughs> so you can, you know, put a few away. Uh,
1: speaking of putting a few away, let's go to a quick song and then we'll come back with some more on Lorella Springs. I hope you're enjoying this new place that not many people get to and of course you're listening to mike and anita on adventure before dementia until nine o'clock this morning and you're listening to mike and anita here on adventure before dementia on hills radio at 8.9 fm i'll just let you know that that was maroon 5 before that with what lovers do and a bit of Andy grammar with fresh eyes
0: Let me see. We are talking about Lorella Springs Wilderness Park this morning. Up in. One of Australia's great outback
1: adventures. Queensland in Northern Territory.
0: On the Gulf, anyway. On On the the Gulf Gulf of Carpentaria. That's the uh, bite bite shaped piece in between (laughs) Darwin and Cape York.
1: In between the two sticky outy bits. (laughs) That's it.
0: So, what kind of wildlife would you expect to see up at? In, particularly oh. away from the homestead. Obviously, around the homestead, you're not going to see that much. But the further you um, venture out on these four-wheel drive
1: tracks... Well, I'd say lots of uh, unusual stuff because there's a million acres to Play discover. Mm. And you can really go anywhere you want. Uh, I'd say, firstly, there'd be cattle because it is a cattle station.
0: Yep. Most of that is behind <laughs> wire now.
1: Oh, is it? <clears throat> okay. Yep.
0: Because they don't want uh, the punters. uh, Well,
1: then you'd get the buffalo.
0: That's it. And hopefully that's behind wire. Oh,
1: man. remember when we saw them.
0: Don't want to get in the way of a raging bull.
1: They're pretty scary looking Mm. and there's not that many left up there, but they're uh, they're big, they're black. They're horny. And they've got massive horns and they just look at you. They just look at you and they sort of... They eye you down and you think they're going to charge at you, but they're actually, I think, more scared of you than you are of them.
0: Look, we're not sure and we don't suggest you yep. uh, test this theory out. <laughs> Keep your distance. No, no. Uh, I understand that there's wild pigs out there.
1: Oh, yeah, that's another thing, the boars.
0: Mm-hmm. They? They've also got horns.
1: Yeah. Uh, brumbies. Oh, yes, brumbies, of course. Uh,
0: kangaroos. Yes. Which are popular around the country, of course, and wallabies. Goannas, snakes. and of course, various seabirds, yeah. swamp birds, 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 and snakes. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't we didn't see any snakes no. while we were out there. In fact, uh, our stay was way too short. We only propped there for a couple of days, yeah. so we didn't get the opportunity to go out to the coast. We did a few four wheel drive tracks. We did the canoeing in the in the swamp there.
1: There are hundreds of kilometres of untouched rivers, creeks and billabongs, so there's mm-hmm. all sorts of bird life and animals around there. Yep. But there's also giant prehistoric foral, for fossils right. <laughs> Forals that, ha- um, that are also nearby and that you can also discover and find dinosaur fossils. There's actually really? lots of that around the place. And the, um, um, yeah, massive, massive of, uh, areas of untouched ground that you can discover. Mm-hmm,
0: that's right. So if we were to go up to Lorella Springs Wilderness Park, what sort, of, uh, what sort of an itinerary could you bundle up into
1: it? Oh, I think, well, some people could either be there for a couple of days or a couple of months mm-hmm. people stay because there's so much to see and do. But, oh, I'd say you'd start off in the springs and then venture over to the billabong, have a paddle and just... Uh, it's mostly not about doing everything quickly and, and jam-packing your day, but it's taking a day to do one thing because there's so much to actually take in there. Mm-hmm. So if you're out on the billabong and you're doing a bit of canoeing, you just want to stay there for a while and, and like, sit back, listen to those birds. See? And <laughs> see what wildlife comes around you because it's quite amazing, isn't it? In
0: terms of a travelling itinerary, we are talking about the golf area is part of the top end, so you could do anything from, you could do Cape York, then jump onto the Savannah Way, um, you know, visit Lawn Hill National Park on the way, then Wilderness uh, Lorella Springs, a little bit further up is Roper Bar, and then you get back onto the main thoroughfare around, you can pick up Kakadu, Litchfield, and then go sort of further south to... To the Kimberley, Broome, Pilbara, whatever. So there is masses of things that uh, you can do. Yeah, around there. But they're just a couple of the highlights.
1: And if you're not so much into animals and fish species, there's the plant life, Mm -hmm. which is completely different up there. So there's thousands of different plant species scattered all over this property. And if you ask the owners, I'm sure they'll... Take you on a bit of a trip as well.
0: Yep. Point out a few. I mean, if you're into nature photography, I mean, what could be better than a million <laughs> acres of wilderness? Yep. You know? And
1: the the other good thing about the fishing on Lorella Springs is that they do um, they have a unique environment and an ecosystem that they aim to protect. What species there are there, so if you do catch a fish, you've got to eat it that night. But otherwise, it's catch and release. So no taking it away. Um, to store it up in the freezer, let someone else catch some too so that there's enough there for everyone. Yep,
0: that sounds like it, sounds like a good idea.
1: And no hunting either on mm-hmm. the property, yep. it's up to the actual owners, so it's uh, it's an amazing little environment that's there for everyone to appreciate and, and love, So, and some people keep going back there year after year because it changes through the seasons, doesn't it?
0: And it's just such a good place to go, I mean, if, once you discover a great place, Naturally, you want to keep going back there and lapping it up.
1: That's right, yeah. Well, we might just have a quick break and then we'll come back and uh, say bye-bye. Bye-bye. B- b- bye-bye. But what's the best thing out there when you, after a hot day, to finish off the day?
0: A cold forex.
1: That's right. And here's a bit of Slim Dusty. Where, where's that pub with no beer? That's an absolute disaster, wouldn't it be?
0: Wouldn't be good for uh, for the uh, turnover, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> Pub with no beer there was Slim Dusty. Of course, you've got to play that classic when you're out in the outback um, driving around in Lorella Springs, which is what we were talking about today. Indeed. Amazing place to get and go to. So if you want to go to our Facebook page and check out some pictures.
0: Your Facebook page is?
1: Adventure Before Dementia 88.9 and it's also in the Weekend Herald this week. So check it out.
0: Uh, Stay tuned for Cam and Dave with
1: Bricks and Mortar Show. But we'll be back next week for good old Adventure Before Dementia on Saturday mornings 8 to 9. See you next week. Bye.
0: Bye.